Welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. My name is Dunnick O'Mahony. I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram page. I'm Katie Anna and I am part of the Leave Insert Guidance team uh, and today we will be talking about Leave Insert 2021. That's it. So How are you, Danica? We just had announcements this evening. I'm good. I'm 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 got a lot of information in a short space of time uh, this evening. So this is obviously Wednesday, the seventeenth of February, and there yep. was just a press release about Leaving Cert 2021, and we had the Minister for Education on RT News. Uh, so we're going to just digest in all that information. Yeah, it was um, kind of a week of of waiting. We knew it was going to land at some point, and. Uh, I guess it was a, a, probably a very uh, worrying week for students across the nation. Yeah, because you and I had chatted about it a couple of times that we kind of knew the information, but it was a Ooh. lot of sources say, so we, we saw the Irish Times, the Irish Independent, a few people on Twitter talking about it, and it was all fairly accurate, but we don't like reporting it on, on Instagram guidance, leaving our guidance page if it's not kind of from the horse's mouth, I suppose, and I know you and I were chatting about it, but I always find it strange that, you know, these cabinet meetings and, and these subcommittee cabinet meetings and the meetings Norma Foley has with education stakeholders are all supposed to be confidential. Yeah. But yet it's been leaked by reporters. And I think, you know, I really do think that should be looked into. It should be looked in from a political point of view, how these things are being leaked out. Why reporters are reporting this, you know, and doing the sources say thing and, you know, making students more anxious. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair on anyone. It's certainly not fair on schools who seem to be the last ones being told about this. Because I get students messaging me saying, oh, I saw this on Twitter. What's the story? I'm like, we Mm -hmm. haven't been told anything yet. And so, and I think there's a differentiation there. So like we're used to sources here and there with COVID. I'm getting married supposedly this year and waiting on news and we're waiting and that's not as big an impact but as a student this is a huge milestone in your life and it uh, also your your peers are weighing in on the conversation as well and it can be very stressful uh, so I totally agree with you there I think there there could be better management of the information and, and who it goes to and that prioritization there of um, making sure that you know students don't get overwhelmed or feel like they don't have clarity because that's all everybody's asking for yeah. especially in times like these yeah and we got some clarity today it wasn't it wasn't um clarity across the board i said there's still a lot of questions to be answered and we were told we will get more details over the coming days and weeks um yeah. you know and, and i think it's a good thing um that they they gave us some information this evening. At least yeah. both teachers and students can prepare for what's coming down the line now. Yeah, and I think they were trying to get it to us as quickly as possible so that students would have that clarity. But I think, um, yeah, it's definitely important that it's it is clear and that the that students understand it. So um, I guess probably good to mention we did an Instagram live um, just now on the Leave and Surveillance Instagram page. If anyone wants to go and take a look at that but a lot of questions still to be answered and um, a lot of the finite details probably still to come and probably will get answered but yeah. um, we have we have a bit of information for now I guess. And we even saw on the Instagram live of questions and comments that students were being <laughs> quite as you said savvy and shrewd about how they were going to approach whether they were going to pick accredited grades 
or uh, do the leave insert. Uh, so you know, exactly as you said, they, yeah. they've you know they've been given lemons. Uh, with yeah, when insert. life gives you lemons, yeah. make lemonade. Yeah, yeah. So maybe let's let's dive into that a little bit for anybody who is listening and maybe. Um, I'm sure a lot will know the scenario, but let's just probably clarify for students. So what's happening with the choices students can make in regards to their Leaving Cert in 2021? All right, so you have a few choices here. You can sit the Leaving Cert exam. You can apply for only getting the SEC accredited grades, SEC State Examinations Commission. Um, They're looking after both the written exam and uh, the accredited grade system, which I think is a really good thing. Uh, I'm very yeah. happy to see that, uh, you know, one more entity. standardized. Yeah. And, and it was the Department of Education was looking after things last year. I think this is the SEC's business. They know how to, um, you know, set uh, kind of grades even, you know, they know how to manage yeah. things a bit better. So I, I'm actually happy enough to see that. Uh, and yeah. then students can do a mix and match. They can uh, say, look, I'm going to get uh, accredited grades in maths and French and then say, look, I'm going to sit the English paper and the chemistry yeah. paper. Um, so the, as we were saying, like you can be shrewd about it and think, look, I actually yeah. think my teacher is probably going to give me a better predicted grade. And we're presuming at this stage that it's going to be uh, similar to the calculated grades last year. There hasn't really yeah. been much information about that, but but the kind of so gamut. I think one of the one of the bigger questions and uh, students, as much as they want to be savvy, I think it's good to clarify this. So you mentioned. You can go down one route or the other, but you need to make that decision by a certain date. You can't go and say um, that you want to do one and and then see how the other will pan out. It's not really about that. Um, I think it's good, maybe good to clarify on that front because I think students think, oh, I'll kind of get both grades and then I can decide. There is a differentiation there, right? Yeah, so you're not going to get your calculated grade results, the accredited grades, sorry, the SEC accredited grades results that we've got. Predicted grades, calculated grades, accredited grades. I was saying that in the IGTV today. It's, yeah. It can be a bit confusing. So SEC accredited grades, you won't get the results of that before you have to decide whether you sit the leave insert or not. Yeah. So you have to express an interest to sit the leave insert on kind of a student portal, similar to the one from last year, before mm-hmm. the end of May, according to uh, the minister this evening on, on RT News was she said yeah. before the end of May that student portal will open, and she mentioned fourteenth of May as a deadline for kind of uh, teachers to submit uh, their predicted grades to go with the data. Right. So I think that's good for teachers in that there's been very limited data. I know there's been some people on the news recently saying mm. teachers should have enough data from the last two years, but you know, I think when especially you're not with. Yeah, with these fifth years, it's not like they had the information yeah. as they did last year. Um, there probably is a lot less to run off. So these six years wouldn't have done a fifth year summer exam. Yeah. Uh, chances are they won't have done mocks. Even, you know, online tests are not the same. You know, you're, you're trusting students to do a test over Zoom and that. So I actually don't believe that the teachers do have enough data at the minute to give a really accurate predicted grade. So I think over the next few months, and I'm glad to see 14th of May was the deadline, that they will have an opportunity to kind of collect that data themselves and really give a good, accurate predicted grade. And we'll probably, you know, get more information on how that will pan out and be putting that up on the Instagram uh, as well, just for keeping students up to date. But it is, I don't envy teachers, uh, definitely not in what they have to do in terms of a task ahead and there's probably a lot of different factors going into these SEC accredited grades so 
Um, it was very difficult yeah. for teachers last year. It really was. Um, yeah. Ireland is a very small country. And, uh, you know, if you're given predicted grades, and of course students got to see these predicted grades and parents got to see these predicted grades, they might know yeah. teachers, they might live close to teachers, whatever the case may be. And, and it's, it's a very difficult situation. I say there's a lot of students that are relieved because there is the choice. And I think that's what students wanted. Um, you know, listening to a lot of um, tweets and, and and online chit chat and what, you know, students were kind of asking for was a choice. So I hope that they, you know, can make that choice now. And um, one thing we were saying is they're kind of, uh, and a lot of questions were coming in to, to the Instagram page about the the way in which they can tally up those uh decisions so if they've really strong subjects maybe that they know they could either sit the exam in or get their accredited grades or maybe for their uh, less um you know um, better performing subjects they'll, they'll actually opt for for the other route so it's up to students and i think that's good you're putting the power in, in their hands to make that decision yeah these kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for <laughs> they they will Definitely. know they will know what to do before yes. teachers have even figured it out uh, yeah, and, and I'm sure some of them have their minds even made up this evening. Um, they'll they'll figure it out. They'll be in little WhatsApp group chats and Snapchats, and they'll be yeah. talking to each other, and, and you know they'll figure this out. And I suppose yeah. you know it's worth noting that the oral exams will be taking place over the Easter break. Um, students will. Look, if you definitely know you're going to go for accredited grades, you won't have to sit the oral exam because mm. they won't go towards your uh, accredited grade. So orals, coursework, practicals won't go towards your accredited grade. Whether if you're sitting the exam, it will. So kind of my advice this evening on the IGTV to students was uh, I would I would do the orals um, mm. because mm. it's a short space of time where you have to make up your mind. Uh, but I would certainly do them and then see how it goes. Look, if you think it was an absolute disaster, uh, mm -hmm. well then say look I, I'm I'm going to get the accredited grade in Irish yeah. or whatever yeah. the case whatever subject it was or if you think it went really well uh, God I'm actually going to sit the exam with that now because the oral 40% so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, yeah. and sit the exam I think I'd, I'd as it, you know if I was a student I think I would do that as well I think I would sit them and see how they go and then make a call on it and I think it's also good experience especially if you're going into a course where there's maybe language and you want that experience, I think, you know, you could be missing out on uh, having that opportunity to to do that kind of more formal exam and um, setting. So whatever way that'll pan out as well. But I do think it's, it's a good, good run. And I was a music student and I actually really thoroughly enjoyed doing my music practical as well. I think it was something that really helped me, um, you know, on, you know, kind of just it was a, a milestone, something you're leading up to from junior cycle of the practical exam and um, I, I hope that students, you know, take the opportunity to kind of do that if that's what they if that's what they'd like to do. Yeah, I, think I think if students have worked very hard, they're going to want to show the work that they put in. Now, it's not going to suit every student. Some students will probably have, you know, some medical history where they can't actually, you know, yes. are in the middle of a pandemic and they won't be able to go and sit the exams or do a practical or might have somebody at home that they have to be very concerned mm. about. So all that has to be taken into consideration, but at least they'll get a calculated grade out of it and they don't have to commit to sitting just the exam. So, you know, all those considerations have to be put into play. And, and I think they really were, I think this is the best case scenario. I wouldn't like to have been making yes. this decision if I was the Minister of Education, but mm. I think I think it's good. I think, you know, when you have so many education stakeholders to keep happy, you know, this was probably yes. the, the best situation. And they're going to be sitting their written exam on the 9th of June, which was the initial date 
So all things going yeah. well, public health advice and all that going well. Uh, it will be the 9th yeah. of June. And as traditional as possible. I, I agree. I think it's it's good. There's choice there. It's, you know, the students can make the call on their exams. Equally, as you mentioned, if they, they don't feel comfortable, if they, um you know, have, have some kind of underlying illness or, or medical condition, they can't. It kind of covers everybody. And also the combination piece where, you can actually sit some and, and get some accredited. I think there was probably students that were afraid that it would be called one way or another and they'd sit all exams. Actually, if you're savvy, as you say, you could actually take a bit of pressure off yourself. I know there was um, comments in on, on the Instagram live there of people going, can I pick my strongest subjects and sit those? Or can I get, you know, accredited in my in my ones that I, I don't feel so confident in and just see how they go? And um, I think another important point is even if you do sit the written exam you were saying that the result you'll see on the paper will be your um your higher of the accredited grade on the written so yeah, similar so, to last so if you've done both um you you will get your best grade in your leave insert results yeah. in august and i suppose it's also worth noting that the results will be out to satisfy the CAO timeframe and the ucas timeframe unlike last year where there was a bit of apprehension about you know, I wanted to go to the UK. They said I need my results by 31st of August. I'm not getting them to mid-September. And there was a big panic about that. But I suppose that panic won't be there this year. Like I said, all things going well. Public health advice and the exams are, can be completed. But I suppose they did get a good idea of how to run exams during a pandemic. And you know, Albeit on a smaller version uh, during the November exams. But I'd say they would have got a good idea on what worked well and what didn't work well during those exams. Yeah. And so in terms of dates, I think you, you mentioned there, um, we know a few, so maybe let's run through them for students who are listening. Yeah, so look, Easter break, you're looking at two days for orals. Uh, 14th of May is kind of the deadline, according to, to the minister this evening, uh, 14th of May will be deadline for teachers to get their predicted grades in to go towards the accredited grade system. Uh, towards the end of May, then students will have to you know, uh, express their interest on the student portal, whether they're going to sit the exams or not. The exams will start the 9th of June. The results will be as normal in, in August, kind of the middle of August. First mm -hmm. round offers will be out a few days after that from CAO. So at the minute, everything is scheduled as it, as it was planned. So I wouldn't see a CAO extension from the 1st of July. I wouldn't see any need for it. Mm. Um, no. So I think all that going to plan uh, everything going to plan, it should work out well. So if you're a student, I guess you've got a couple of decisions to make. You've got a bit of time to think about those decisions and um, probably like things will unfold uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks and months as well. So I guess as a guidance counsellor, what kind of advice would you be giving to students of the things they should be thinking about or, or how they might approach this? Yeah. Uh, everybody's different, but I guess just they'll probably want a bit of reassurance at this point. Yeah, so like I suppose it's worth noting that some practicals that they're going to be doing um, might not be going ahead because of, of restrictions and that it just wouldn't be. So you're going to have to find that out over the next few weeks. What practical is yeah. not going to go ahead? How is that going to affect whether I sit the exam mm -hmm. or get a get a calculator, sorry, an accredited grade? <laughs> I'm trying okay. to train myself in, into SEC accredited grades. Uh, me personally, and this is just me personally, this isn't telling anybody mm. what to do. 
I would sit the exams, uh, you know, if it works out for you from a medical standpoint, from a family standpoint, if you're physically able to sit the exams and all that, and it's, you're not at too much risk, I would definitely sit the exams and get the best of both worlds, whether it's the calculator, sorry, the accredited grade, isn't it again, the accredited yeah. grade or, or the leaving cert grade. Um, so, yeah. and then they say, Michael Lahan from RTE had it that the week after um, you get your results, you'll get another statement to say whether it was your calculated grade or your uh, exam, the written exam that was used. There, there really wouldn't be any question marks for a student who got the full, uh, who sat their full leave insert. They would, you know, they would know what their best result was either way yeah. in all subjects. Yeah. And they've probably given themselves the best chance because you know, there was a couple of um, there was a couple of students asking, "Oh, but if I study for some and I give myself more time, but really, you're going to get an accredited grade anyway." Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, I think it's it's good advice and definitely a lot for students to think of. We definitely don't envy them this no, year. No, no, I don't um, envy teachers or students. Um, I know it was very difficult on teachers last year. Um, they thought it was a once-off last year and they were doing their bit, but you know they're going to have to do somewhat the same this year as well but you know i suppose we're going to find out more over the next couple of weeks um we're going to be drip fed more information so like yeah. you were saying earlier we'll have it on the page anyway and um we'll have a look and see and people can make their decisions then absolutely yeah and i think it's just important for everybody to kind of stay calm make calculated pardon the fun decisions for themselves <laughs> and their individual situation and and to try and look after a bit of self-care um, and, and a bit of uh, mindfulness and looking after um, themselves and each other is, is really important because this can be a stressful time. But um, definitely just uh, to make sure that anyone listening to the podcast, um, there is a lot of updates and it is an uncertain time, but our Instagram um, at Leaving Cert Guidance is, is, is the place to go for updates. We're quite timely as, as much as we can be there. Um, so I'd encourage you to, to follow and, and watch um, any of our lives that go out or, or follow any of the updates. We, we have it all there. Yeah, it's brilliant. And we have a few lives coming up over the next few weeks. There's a few universities and colleges very keen to come on and talk to, well, give information to you guys. And we actually have a few coming up that are hopefully, uh, all things going well, will be live from their campus as well and kind of show you a few of the facilities that you wouldn't get to see because the open days are not normal this year. So yeah, absolutely head over to Adleven Sir Guidance. Make sure you're following the page and you'll get regular updates then um, and see what's going on. Great. Well, look, um, a few more answers than we had yesterday, yeah. and probably lots more to come. Um, but great to chat on this. And I think um, students will maybe have a bit of relief knowing that they've got a few more options now than they might have thought that they had. Absolutely. And don't forget, you know, if you, you do have resources in school with guidance counsellors, deputy principals, principals, and make yeah. sure you use them if you're unsure. I'm sure they'd be happy to answer your questions. But Katie, Anna, thanks for coming on this evening uh, to record no the worries, podcast Annika. and have that little chat. Thanks, Donica. Thanks for having Talk me. Soon. Bye -bye. All right. Bye-bye.